everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry. I'm your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my best friend and co-host, Jose Angel, where we talk about the rise and fall of your favorite or rather least favorite celebrities. Today is a week like every other week, and it is Jose's turn to bat. So who are we talking about today? Okay, before we get into that, I do just want to say we do have our Patreon set up now. And so if you want to go on there, it's patreon.com slash save your sorry. And I'll put that in our description down below. <gasps> our Patreon? Yes. And it, what that includes as of right now is a, it's just $4, which I don't think gets that expensive. And Girl, $4, you, <laughs> that's nothing. You get a bonus episode every month at least one for now maybe more in the future but one for now and i only have one tier on there but i want to add more oh definitely i like the sound of that let me just sign up right now <laughs> so today we'll be discussing the little sister of britney spears jamie lynn spears oh okay okay you actually caught me off guard i didn't think you were doing that thought yeah. you were doing i thought you were doing something different but related to jamie no, just Jamie. Okay. Jamie Lynn. JJ, Jamie Lynn Spears, the sister, right? The sister, little sister. The amalgamation of Jamie Spears and Lynn Spears. That is correct. All right, all right. I'm ready for it. So huge thank you to the podcast Heathen Down Under for recommending it. And thank ooh, you. For- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm with the sound effects. <laughs> thank you for that. And thank you to Christina from Spook Details that shared an art girl about some of Jamie Lynn's past behavior. Also, if someone recommends someone, I most likely do it just because I never know who I want to talk about. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Um, I kind of take people's suggestions and write them down as something to explore. But yeah, if people have like a really like a good person that they really want to do and they suggest it, I always suggest it because we will we we take those. We take yeah. suggestions. Like I have a whole list of people I want to do. And then I think after every episode, I always say once we're done recording, oh, I don't like it. And then I say, who should I do next? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We, you're, it's like you have your list, but you don't want to touch that list because then somebody ends up bringing you something better. Uh-huh. Also, I just want to say before this starts with Jamie Lynn receiving a lot of hate at this moment, I kind of went in this giving her the benefit of the doubt. So if it there seems like I'm on the defense with her, that's why. So you're Jamie Lynn Spears apologist. I, I am Thank not. No, I'm not. I, I don't try to creep into it. I get you. I, I just say that you need to step your game up in talking shit about her because I'm going <laughs> to be like defending her a you, little. But she was this, and it was just a bad time. And this happened, <laughs> and, and she didn't mean it. And I'm like, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I got most of my information from Jamie Lynn's book, Things I Should Have Said, and Insider.com, watching the Call Her Daddy podcast and her appearance on Good Morning America. Okay. I only read, no, I watched one of those things. I don't know which one. I guess we'll get into it. <laughs> Jamie Lynn was born April 4th, 1991, making her an Aries. I find Aries to be very impulsive. That's just my personal experience with them. Uh Jamie Lynn was an oopsie baby or a mistake. Her dad, Jamie, told her mom he had a vasectomy, but never went for the checkup. So I guess that happens sometimes. Like the vasectomy just didn't take. Oh, yeah. I definitely heard about that. If you don't go 
to the uh, checkup after the vasectomy, it is a chance that bitch, your, st- your stuff is still working like that. <laughs> to me, it just sounds like a plot of a sitcom, like when they want to add another kid, like, oh, it didn't work. Oh my gosh, definitely. Also that whole oopsie baby thing. Okay, runs in the family. <laughs> when Jamie Lynn was born, her older brother, Brian, was already 12 and her sister, Brittany, was nine. Lynn, the mom, worked in school in a school and her dad had several jobs. He worked in construction, welding. He opened a seafood restaurant. He even opened a gym. And as you mentioned earlier, Jamie Lynn was named after her father, Jamie, and her mother, Lynn. <gasps> she was? <laughs> I heard you said she had a a sister, Britney. That wouldn't happen to be Britney Spears. Yeah, a a little pop star, Britney Spears. Oh my fucking God. You're blowing my mind. Jamie Lynn says her father was an alcoholic. He would always be drinking or sneaking out to get a drink and then trying to act like he was sober around the family. Mm, Yikes. The family was pretty poor, and I'm just going to assume it was because Father Jamie was drinking the money away or he was in between jobs. Jamie Lynn recalls sometimes her mom would make the food for the kids first and then just give herself whatever was left over. Hmm. I wonder how old is she during this and how old is everybody else for her to have this firsthand knowledge? Just curious. Jamie Lynn? Yeah. Like, it's, is she, I'm, she's just really soaking in all this hardcore struggle at, like, five, six years old? Because, as we know, soon, her sister's about to have that shit on and popping. Yeah, but, it, yeah, I think it was from an early age, she realized, and it continued for a while. Oh, probably, yeah. I could see an ongoing issue, of course. Growing up, Jamie Lynn says Brittany acted as her second mom while her mom was working and dad was out being drunk. Damn, she is not fucking with Jamie. <laughs> when Brittany started getting her career started, her mom Lynn would travel with her and her and older brother Brian would watch Lynn because the dad was not reliable enough. The tra- watch Jamie? Jamie Lynn. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, I got you now. Yeah, I think I just said Lynn. Yeah, it, the names get confusing. Yeah, I, I got you. That's why I, I just I just clarified. I was like, damn, the brother had to watch the mama. <laughs> the traveling put a lot of strain on the family. And at one point, Jamie Lynn claims Brittany told her mom if she wanted to leave her dad, she would buy her a house. So this is around the time Brittany's already started to become a pop star. Oh yeah, Brittany definitely knew what the fuck was happening in that household. She was trying to get her, her mama away. Yeah, I mean the dad just was not reliable at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of you, I mean, relationships are complicated, but a part of you was like, why didn't you step on that offer, though? But, you know. Where she eventually did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Jamie Lynn says she was born to perform and was always performing little skits or creating characters. She loved to sing and says Britney's voice was more throaty and strong, while Jamie's was more, Jamie Lynn's was more fluid and controlled. <laughs> you know my sister had one of those <laughs> but you know me i just was very controlled always hit my notes perfectly <laughs> <laughs> I, reading the book of hers things i should have said it did come off a lot like and i did this because i was going to be a star and an actor and like 
I don't know. She's saying she made these little skits and was always performing. I feel like don't a lot of little kids do that? <laughs> like <laughs> Jamie ain't nothing special. That's what I feel like. Like, yeah, I'm sure she's was creative, but I don't know. I just I I'm, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> My sister had that throaty, big ass, rough ass <laughs> voice. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> As Brittany got older and started touring, Jamie Lynn would go along, sometimes along with Mama Lynn. Jamie Lynn claims uh, Nickelodeon production assistant saw some behind-the-scene footage of, like, Jamie Lynn performing some of the characters she created, and she was asked to audition for the show, all that. And, okay, this is... I want to know more about this. Like, was it he just stumbled upon this... Or they just stumbled upon this behind-the-scene footage and was like, oh, my God, I have to have that kid on my show. Or Because that's how it sounds. Or was yeah, it... people don't usually stumble. <laughs> or was it stumble. more like this is Britney Spears' younder sister? You know, who... she was not putting that shit in the book. <laughs> but that definitely sounds like the more accurate description. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea who she's related to, who she is, or what she does, but I found this amazing footage of this minor girl doing weird things. I think she'd be perfect for this TV show. Yeah, I I mean, at that time, all that was pretty, it was already a show. Like, it wasn't like they were just randomly going for all these random new kids. Mm -hmm. And so I know all that was the shit for a while for me, you know. (laughs) I remember loving it. I just don't remember it iconic theme song bitch i'm about to groove just thinking about it okay so i'm just saying and was she ever well i guess she'll get to it but i don't remember her ever getting on that thing well you were wrong because she ends up being cast (laughs) in all that for two seasons 2002 to 2004 Mm, forgettable (laughs) i thought she was forgettable too until i was looking up clips and there's one character, Thelma Stump. It's like this old lady character. Are they making fun of amputees? No. <laughs> it's just like this old lady character who I think she acts like a bodyguard, like a bouncer. Okay. But Jamie Lynn says that she created this character and that's what she auditioned with. And they wrote the character into the show. Okay. Okay. Well, good for her then. Yeah. So around this time, Jamie Lynn is about 11 to 13. And this is around the time her parents do end up divorcing. Oh, okay. Real young. Yeah, even though they were divorced, her dad would still come around drunk and sober whenever he wanted. And Mm -hmm. he had an opinion on everything. Like anything that Jamie Lynn was doing, the mom would ask the dad still. Bro, what's the divorce for? Exactly. And that's what she is trying to say in her book. Like she started resenting her mom. And but her mom would always just be like, Well, he is your dad, Jamie Lynn. Bro, now I feel Jamie on this shit. That shit is annoying. <laughs> what the yeah, that yeah, I'm not even gonna get into that. That's a whole bag of worms, but yeah, that shit's annoying. How if 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 you know they're not good for you. They don't need to be around all the time. That shit needs to be in doses because that that type of poison inf- in influences a family, whether they're in the household full time or not. So if you know the guy's not good for you, 
as a husband, what what do you mean you having him around all the time uh, and he can't control himself? And it's not even being around all the time. It's being around when he wants to. Exactly. Like uh, Lynn, don't make no rules. Oh, Jamie's here and just got to open the. Never mind. I can't really shit on Lynn because relationships are complicated. But yeah, that's the. But that's not. That wasn't the best decision. And Jamie deserves to to hold her resentment. I mean, she. Jamie Lynn. In, yeah, Jamie Lynn is entitled to be resent uh, resentful to her mother. Um doesn't mean that it can't be forgiven or anything but yeah i mean as a yeah child, i think I they could... have moved past it now yeah as a child though i could definitely see that though jamie lynn then got the star role in the nickelodeon show zoe 101 were you a zoe 101 fan uh, imagine kind of sort of I didn't even sing words because I don't really know the words. Um, here's the honest to gosh, God, gosh, whatever, Oshkosh Bagosh, truth. Um, I was a bigger fan of the song than any anything because here is the truth. When he got down to it, Zoe 101 was so fucking boring. But at the time, I was entranced. But uh, even then, after a while, I stopped watching it because it was just so it didn't. The things were so crazy. Y'all in this fancy ass California boarding school, you get to do whatever you want. I mean, your parents is rich. You get to be with these little boys. You get to play with your girls. You do this and you still have shit to complain about. (laughs) I couldn't relate, bitch. I'm eating pack of noodles with no water. It wasn't like escapism for you. Hell no, it wasn't. <laughs> but no, nah, that wasn't her fault. But overall, unlike the other Nickelodeon shows of that generation, um, the Drake and Josh's, what else? Uh, what else was I watching on Nickelodeon? The cartoon shits, the real monsters, cat dogs, um, anything else. It wasn't as interesting. It was. It was more like they're nice looking boys and nice looking girls and Jamie Lynn Spears is on it kind of sort of I agree and I think it people do have a love for it it's just not one of my shows yeah the bitch that well if somebody talks about Zoe one-on-one what do they say they talk about Zoe and Chase because don't nobody remember that other shit (laughs) (laughs) oh and they remember old girl getting thrown off the show because that's what I remember I was like Damn, what happened to old girl? I liked her. That bitch was gone. Just gone. Zoe 101 aired on January 9th, 2005, the day after your birthday. Hey. While she got along with most of her castmates, there was one castmate she did seem to have a problem with. Oh, shit. Alexa Nicholas, who played the character Nicole. Jamie Lynn says she started hearing little whispers and rumors about her. People were saying she was rude or bitchy. Like, they're saying Jamie Lynn. Like, and whispers of... Okay, Jamie Lynn is hearing whispers of people calling her this. Yes. Not just Nicole, though. I mean, the Alexa. girl who played Nicole. Alexa. Yeah. And they're saying the rumors are stemming from Alexa. Mm, all she, the rumors are true. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a singing mood today. I really am. I have no fucking idea why. (laughs) She tried going to production, but just made things worse. 
Now, rumors of Jamie Lynn smelling and having lice started popping up. Of, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn. That bitch smell, and she got bugs in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to be fair, at that age, that fucking rumor shit, detrimental. Yeah. She believed Alexa wanted her, like, she wanted to be the star of the show and get Jamie Lynn out. So... Hmm. Jamie Lynn told Britney, Britney Spears about it, and Britney came to set and talked to Alexa and said, Alexa saying she needs to stop spreading lies about her sister or she wouldn't have a job. And later, Alexa was cut from the show. Hmm. Now, Jamie's side of the story came out recently in her book. Alexa's side of the story is a little different, and she told it hers first. All right, because I have thoughts. I need to hear both of these sides first. <laughs> Alexa claims Jamie Lynn and the other co-star, Kristen, who portrayed Dana on season one, became friends, but excluded her from the friend group. She said they didn't really like her, and when other castmates realized this, they didn't like her either. They started they're to, the popular girls. Yeah, they started to distance themselves from her in a sort of way to show loyalty to the star of the show, Jamie Lynn. And they started saying she was an alien, or she smiled too much, little petty things like that. Mm-hmm. When Dana left, she was replaced by Victoria Justice. I remember that. First, Victoria and Alexa were friends, but then Victoria and Alexa got into it over a boy. After the argument, she came to work and people were whispering about her. And then she was told to meet Jamie in her trailer. But when she got there, she saw Jamie run towards the back of the trailer. And Britney Spears comes out and she was telling her she's going to make sure nothing comes out of her career. And telling her no one messes with my sister. Later, she would be in a meeting with Dan Schneider, Nickelodeon, and Viacom, and they asked her mom not to come to the meeting. And then all these adults told her, "quote I'm a side character, and I don't matter in an indus- in industry terms." And pretty much telling her she won't amount amount to anything. So, honestly. I don't give two shits about this one. Like, <laughs> Let it out. Like Dan Schneider, Dan Schneider's day will come on our podcast and so not talking about him, but the whole, uh-huh. the whole Jamie Lynn aspect to it. If she was a teenage bully, shame on her, but I don't care. I do find it cringe if she really was a bully and just trying to spin it in her book, but there's, but their stories for the most part do line up. They didn't go long. Rumors were spread either about Jamie or Alexa. Britney Spears got involved and Alexa was let go. Like yeah, but key- only one of them bitches was fired though. So somebody's somebody's truth is a little bit more stronger. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I mean, I I as well, probably in the grand scheme of whatever Jamie has done or will do. Yes, I similarly don't care that much about this story, but I can empathize as being a, a girl who has been bullied or and or things have been spread about her both with and without her knowledge. And all I will say is um, I don't see what's her name? Alexa doing exactly what Jamie said. Here's why. What woman, what, I mean, even as a child, I'm thinking I, I wasn't even that delusional yet. 
Yeah, bitch. What am I talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> I would. I wouldn't be that delusional that me, Alexa, who plays Nicole, would be the star of Zoe One One, who's who's already starred by Jamie Lynn Spears, the sister of the biggest pop star in the world. I don't think I could ever be that delusional. I also don't see another child actor being that delusional um, in, in doing that and spreading it and saying that, especially if she's already been ostracized, which has been confirmed, I guess, by both sides that the bitch didn't handle friends. Not calling her a bitch in a bad way. I just like saying bitch. Um, so, yeah, I think Jamie is a little bit more at fault. It uh, doesn't really paint Brittany in a good light as well. Like, uh yeah defend your sister but bitch stop intimidating what's why are we intimidating children and trailers also alexa's mama what the fuck you mean about to send her into this meeting with all these high profile executives and you didn't enter you didn't enter the door you didn't go into the meeting i found that weird too in jamie lynn's book she said her mom was always hanging around the set and like whispering to her daughter um I I don't know. She's trying to paint her mom as the mastermind. I don't know what she's trying to get there when she said that in the book. Yeah, I mean, and this is a small story. We can move past it, but I there I think that that's uh it, at the most. Um, it was a very orchestrated effort to isolate and destroy a young child's acting career because I don't think I've seen Alexa and much more else past Zoe 101, number one. And at least it was um, these teenage girls just on a power trip and just being teenage girls. But unfortunately, they're also on a set of a, a, a show. So everything's bigger than what they think it is. Alexa says in 2019, when she wasn't invited to the reunion music video thing they did for Zoe 101, she was hurt and left out and it brought back those feelings of being bullied. Zoe apologized and invited Alexa to participate, which she declined, but did did accept her apology, but left it at that. That bitch, fuck you. (laughs) After the book was released, she came out and said Jamie Lynn was lying and that she never spread rumors. She said Jamie Lynn reached out to her right before her book released and said she wanted to give her a gift. Alexa says after hearing everything about the situation with Brittany, it was just after Brittany unfollowed Jamie Lynn on Instagram. Alexa just said, quote, please do not send me anything and please stop contacting me. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's a bold ass thing to do. You know, you talked about this girl in this book. I have a gift for you. (laughs) That, which I I don't know. I kind of feel like Jamie Lynn would do that. (laughs) Mm -mm. Alexa finishes her post with, I wish I could go back in time and tell my 12 year old self that you are actually extremely lucky to not have a friend like her. You're way better off without her. You don't need toxic people in your life like that. And you deserve better. And that's the truth on that. I didn't mind saying it all, all boop, 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 on that. I didn't mind saying all the things I should say for free. So, which is like the title of her book, all the things I should have said. Mm-hmm. So she's saying, yeah. So yeah, sorry for you, girl, Alexa. But it's just so bar- bizarre to me that Jamie Lynn would try to spin this. Just say I was a little shit. I mean, I guess it could be possible they're both telling the truth. Um, maybe it was like 
one of the other girls on there was saying, hey, Alexa's saying all this stuff about you. You have lies. You stink. And she's just spreading rumors. So Zoe, or I, I keep calling her Zoe. So Jamie mm-hmm. Lynn is mad at her. Well, I don't know. Alexa seemed like she ain't had no friends. So who the fuck she was telling everybody Jamie had lies to? Well, I'm not saying she was telling that, exactly. but I'm saying like maybe. No, but what I'm saying is like it doesn't make sense on the grand scheme of things. If Alexa knows that everybody's under Jamie Lynn's thumb and is acting like her best friend, who is she confiding in because she knows it's going to get back to her? In Jamie's case, if you got this woman saying all these things about you, who is she entrusting? This girl. What? Or a girl. She's not a woman yet. She's like 12, 14. I'm not again. Okay. I'm more singing. <laughs> that was just because you set me up for that one. Okay. So um if, if Jamie knows that um I I forgot my point, but it don't make sense. <laughs> it, don't, it don't make sense to me who who she could have been spreading the rumors and she ends up getting replaced and fired. I'm not saying she was spreading the rumors. I'm saying it could be possible that someone told her told Jamie Lynn that Alexa was spreading rumors. Even, and that's even worse because what's the fuck up with production? Like, it's, the girl was fired for nothing. Then nothing was investigated. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was no, nothing was even, no evidence was proven. It was like, yeah, Jamie says she heard some shit, so gotta let you go. Like, that's literally how she was fired. Because uh, Alexa didn't say that they gave her proper uh actual calls for her to be fired i'm just playing devil's advocate here okay well no you're her fucking lawyer you're jamie lynn's lawyer and i fucking know your game back to our timeline so zoe 101 goes on for four seasons four seasons i'm so tongue-tied today back to our timeline so zoe 101 (laughs) goes on for four seasons and then ends after the filming on the fourth season but before the final season airs a 16-year-old Jamie Lynn finds out she is pregnant. Mm, bound chicka, wow, wow. A lot of people, even to today, assume that is why Zoe 101 was canceled. But it That's was not. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. No. Jamie Lynn moves back to Louisiana and with her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Casey Alridge, who she draws Casper in the book. And I'm not really <laughs> sure why she does that. The is book- he not involved in the child's life? Like, this nigga's a ghost? It, it, maybe that's where she got it. But maybe she mentioned something in the book. It was a little boring. So there were some pages where I was like, you know, flipping forward. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she says at first Casper did believe her. But when he finally came around, they told her mom. And Lynn and Jamie Spears pretty much told her not to have the baby. Mm. It would ruin. Yeah. It would ruin her career. It would be all over the tabloids. They told her not to do it. They said there's pills for this. They said you can have an abortion. But Jamie Lynn wanted the baby. And she had the backing of her business manager, Lou Taylor. Which, it's so weird. She speaks of Lou Taylor so highly. And in the Britney saga, Lou Taylor's like the enemy. Is Lou Taylor a man or a woman? A woman. Okay. And what the... (laughs) She said... I don't have my pants apart, but my business manager has my back. Because, like, they all came to the house and were, like, discussing it. Like, how mm-hmm. to handle it. Interesting. I mean, she's, I mean, I guess 
never mind. I'm not about to get into minors and pregnancy choices, but uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion. (laughs) (laughs) So they came up with a plan to keep Jamie Lynn in hiding so the paparazzi didn't realize she's pregnant. Then (laughs) give an exclusive deal with OK Magazine. And that was just so they can have like some control over the story. And also get a bag. (laughs) Yes. This is also how Britney Spears found out about the pregnancy. They were keeping it under that much wraps that she didn't find out about the pregnancy until the magazine. That's stupid. Yeah. Everybody knows about Britney's shit before even Britney sometimes, but she couldn't find out about her sister being (laughs) pregnant. At age 17, Jamie Lynn gives birth to a girl in 2008. And this is also around the time Britney is placed under her conservatorship. Oh, yep. This has been Jamie Lynn's main defense on why she didn't really know all that much about the conservatorship. She just had a baby. She was dealing with her failing relationship to Casper. And she just thought Britney was needed to be put under a conservatorship. So she doesn't know what it is because she's so busy, but this is what she probably needs. Yep, that makes sense. I think it was on Call Her Daddy podcast where she was saying, like, I didn't decide this, the court decided this. And we'll get into it a little bit. I'm ready. Okay. We just don't have enough time on today's episode really to dive into the conservatorship. If you've been living under a rock and don't know the whole Britney thing, she was placed in it in 2008 and not until 2021 was she able to get off of it. A brief explanation would be Brittany was partying. She was recently divorced. She had kids. It was dealing with custody issues. She shaved her head. She attacked a car with an umbrella. The conservatorship gave her father pretty much power over everything. She could not have a phone, drive her own car. She was put on an allowance, had birth control against her will, was medicated against her will. Pretty much she was not able to do anything without permission. Yeah, it's a hellish fucking life and everybody was wrong because it makes no fucking sense. Like the girl wasn't running out of her money. They were like, oh, my gosh, we can't control her. She's being a young adult. We don't like it. Yeah. She's and also being harassed by the public, but they didn't see that side of it. Let's put her un- her 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 father with addiction issues and marital problems. Let's put him in charge of everything. What? Yeah, and Jamie Lynn even says that's when she started, like, the resentment for her father started going away was because he was, like, in the early stage of her, Britney's conservatorship, she had to take alcohol and drug tests, and the father's like, well, we're going to do this together, we're both going to be sober, which is okay if they're both going to be sober. And if they're saying that she needed it, why did it take so long for her to get off of it? Why wasn't it, like, steps to set her free? And remove him. And also... Why is he saying we're going to do this together? Why is somebody who has an issue with drinking in charge of my stuff when I don't <laughs> even have a history of like getting DUIs and stuff like that? That makes no sense to me. I, I think the whole thing was corrupt. It, it yeah, definitely it doesn't is. make sense. They didn't. You're right. They never made plans to ever wean, quote, quote unquote, wean her off or steps for her to take over her life. She had to literally fight for years to get rid of this thing. That makes no sense. Yes. So Jamie Lynn's back to Jamie Lynn. Uh, Jamie Lynn's relationship with Casper does not end up working. He is very much like Father Jamie, where he's 
coming in and out of her life. He's drinking, he's cheating on her. Um, he denies that he cheated on her, but you know, it's it just doesn't work. She remarries um she to a man named Jamie. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, bruh. Okay. Um, she does have her head in a country career in 2013. Her first single was released, and before that, she was like doing the work in Nashville and like writing songs. In 2013, her first EP is released. Her country music is not that bad, actually. It definitely fits her voice more than when she tries to cover Britney Spears songs. Yeah, because she don't got that throatiness. No, hers is fluid and controlled. Hmm. Well, I, I'm going to take your word on that country music shit. Not because it's country, <laughs> but because it's Jamie Lynn. I won't be listening to that. <laughs> Yeah, I just listen to it because I have to when I do these. <laughs> you are so generous with your time. <laughs> a saint. Thank you. <laughs> Jamie is doing her country thing, gained some buzz. Not huge, but I don't know. Jamie Spears or Jamie Lynn Spears is never really someone on my radar. So maybe people heard of her. Like her country thing. I was shocked actually when I heard it. Yeah, you know, I don't stay plugged into the Nashville circuit. Yeah. Uh, her daughter has an ATV accident on February 5th, 2017, and almost dies. Damn. Yeah, she manages to pull through. Jamie has a second child with her new husband, Jamie, and not to be confused with her father, Jamie. And Two thousand eight. Before so many fish in the sea that are not (laughs) named Jamie, and she picked Jamie. Also, I'm glad that her daughter was okay, but damn, yeah, them four wheelers are nothing to play with as a child. Well, I mean, not blaming the child, but I'm just saying those those bitches is dangerous. Now and like she even had a priest do the like last rites on the child because she thought (gasps) like it was that close. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm so glad she pulled through to, to, to be at the part of last rights is like, yeah, that's what, that's scary. Before we move on to the Jamie versus Brittany drama, which is pretty much why we're doing this episode in December of 2014, Jamie Lynn is at a sandwich shop called the Pita pit while there, a fight breaks out and the friend she is with is hit with a bottle. I think the fight is between two men and her friend is a woman. So Jamie Lynn tries to stop the fight, but the guys aren't listening. So she goes around the counter and grabs a large bread knife. And this is on video. The guy working there stops her from walking out from behind the counter. So she just waves it. And I guess that does break up the fight. When the police arrive, the friend doesn't press charges and nothing comes of it. I see a lot of people use this video to paint Jamie Lynn as unhinged. Do you think that she overreacted? Um... If overreacted means stupid, then yes. Like, what the bitch, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> First of all, you're at a place called the fucking Pita Place, Pita Pit? Pita Pit, it, yes. It sounds like some shit in Zoe 101. <laughs> it does. Uh, first of all, yeah, you don't work there. So the privilege she had and the oversight she had to like two, two men are fighting 
and my friend just got hit with a bottle, I don't call police. I don't take my friend out of the store where the danger is. I grab a bread knife to wave to these men who are in a fight. If those were some, let's say, if she did that shit at a at a at a at a a, a seafood and wings. Bitch, it'd be a mercy. <laughs> you can't just go around waving objects in people's faces, the especially sharp ones, to break up a fight. She should have called the authorities like the protected white woman she was. Yeah, and you see the employee. It looks like he's on the phone, so he's obviously talking to someone. And unless her friend, like if her friend was being attacked at that moment, I can see maybe grabbing a knife. But if her friend just got hit and was able to move off, I I don't think she should have. Even if her friend was being attacked, she said, fuck that. I want to be a vigilante. She didn't get her friend out of this situation. She (laughs) said, you you know what this fight situation needs? A knife. A knife. Let's (laughs) let's add another element to it. The the men fighting stopped because they was like, whoa, 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 bitch. What you doing with the knife? (laughs) (laughs) They got scared. Okay, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's not that important, but yeah, she should have definitely handled that in a better fashion. And I didn't see this in Jamie's book, which I was surprised about. I thought she could have cleared this up about like what happened to her. Hell no, she said that knife incident. That's one thing we not writing about. <laughs> I don't even like Peters. April two thousand nineteen, Brittany was put into a mental health facility. We have now learned that was against her will. Mm-hmm. People at the time were saying it was against her will, but at this time, the Free Britney movement was considered a conspiracy. Jamie Lynn goes on Twitter on April 23rd, 2019, and says, 10 years ago, who was there? I have been here long before anyone else. I'll be here long after. Wait, who so, said that? Jamie Lynn. About the Britney situation? Yeah, she she posts a video of like her and Britney by the paparazzi and Jamie Lynn's like move and so she's like because people are questioning it so her showing a video of her yelling the paparazzi move proves that she's <laughs> she's been a supporter since day one where it goes on she says so anyone that speaks the contrary to GTFO which means get the fuck out uh, of here H GTFOH with all the comments about what you don't understand. And I'm going to be paraphrasing from here on out because these quotes are too long. So at that point, we can assume Jamie Lynn is going along with the conservatorship. Yeah, the thing that you don't know much about, but you think is safe for her. <laughs> yes. So let's fast forward to February 2021. So the Framing Britney Spears doc comes out on Hulu, and it really shines even more of a light on the situation. It's been reported that Jamie Lynn was in a virtual rally for Free Britney. She makes a post saying, I love my sister very much, but I was not aware of the rally, nor was I in attendance for the virtual rally. Which to me is a weird thing to do. Like, why not just let the story go? It shows you support the movement. Because like she said before, you know, um, this conservatorship is really good for her. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, she was still getting payments or she was still in charge of something. So she the thing is, it hadn't reached its full fever pitch at that point. So she couldn't jump off the ship yet. She had to stay strong. 
And I just want to say, Jamie Lynn has denied ever receiving any payments or anything from the conservatorship. Bitch, show me them bank account statements and I'll believe you. <laughs> June 2021, at this time, the Free Britney movement is going full blast. People are realizing something ain't right about it. Britney has appeared in court and we finally get to hear her speak. She talks about wanting out of conservatorship, how she wants control of her money, and it's been long enough. And this is where we get most of the info about it from. One thing she does say, though, is that she would want to sue her family once everything is done. Hell yeah, bring the whole empire down, Brittany. <laughs> People are noticing Jamie Lynn has not said anything about Brittany. She has not posted the hashtag free Brittany. She hasn't really spoken about it at all. Which Jamie Lynn has a voice. She has a platform. She could have been speaking up for Britney. Yes. And when do we hear from Jamie when this bitch starts shelling out paperbacks? Well, no, before, right here. So Jamie Lynn goes on Instagram Live on June 28th, 2021, and is pretty defensive. Mm, that's she because says, uh, the paperbacks were still being printed. She She had already written it, though. She says she might not be using hashtags or stuff like that, but doesn't mean she doesn't love her sister. She says she has advised Brittany in the past to seek different counsel. She says her sister knows she loves her, and that's all that matters. She wipes away a fake tear, and I'm paraphrasing here, but one thing she does say as a direct quote is, quote, I don't care if she wants to run away to a rainforest and have a zillion babies in the middle of nowhere, or if she wants to come back and dominate the world like she has so many times before, because I have nothing to gain or lose either way. End quote. This right here, I don't like. That type of language saying, have a zillion babies, it's like exaggerating to diminish the real situation, which Brittany wanted to have her IUD taken out to have another child. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're saying, if she wants to have a zillion babies, it's like, it's, you know, it's very belittling of the situation. And... If you have nothing to lose or gain, why are you only speaking out for your sister that knows that you love her in 2021? I can get it. I'll race 2008 for you. I get you. You're 17. You just had that baby. You're dealing with cheating ass Casper. I got you. I can even <laughs> give you. I'll even give you 2009. 2010. 11 up until then to 2021 that's 10 years of you not saying a goddamn thing for your sister and even in the last like two to three years when she was really campaigning to get off of this and when the when uh supporters on social media were really still trying to because the thing is the free britney like you said at first it wasn't really believed but this free britney thing has been on like it's had waves of uh, like support on and off for years. So you're telling me you didn't hear anything about it for years. You didn't know anything about it. You thought it was good for her at first, but then you started advising on advising her on the thing that you know nothing about. But she loves you, and you don't care. She wants to do this, and th- if you want your sister to be free, and you love her, and you care about her. Why wouldn't you voice that to the public to not only show that you do support your sister, but to show that you are not behind this oppressive force that has been against her being free? Exactly. Only only in that year when the documentary has been put out, 
The paperwork is being shelled across lawyers to lawyers and lawyers. Do you now feel like, oh, I have to really clear my name. Shit's not looking good for old Jamie Lynn. I don't, I don't like it. I don't, yeah, like you said, she was trying to make, what she's trying to do, especially in her book, is put all this shit on Mr. Jamie Spears. I, she's more trying to put it on the lawyers. Really? That's yeah. even worse, bitch. At least blame your 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 family. <laughs> no, it's more like on the lawyers that she tried to put the blame on. What the lawyers do? Okay, okay. That's me sucking on my words. <laughs> July 3rd, Jamie Lynn says she's receiving death threats aimed towards her and her children. July 8th, Jamie Lynn shares an article that she is not on Britney's payroll, which a lot of people were mad that they were saying that she's making bank off of Britney or all these people are making bank off Britney when Britney doesn't even have access to her own money. Uh-huh. So Jamie Lynn shows that article and says, she captions the photo, quote, facts, now leave my broke ass alone. Girl, if you was broke, we'd hear about it. <laughs> July 12th, 2021, Jamie Lynn says... Brittany sent her daughter a box of stuffed animals and tags Brittany in the post. Okay. Oh, yeah. Also, what the fuck? Brittany fans, people who don't like Brittany, anybody, there's nothing is that serious to be sending death threats to no nobody and no child. That's crazy as fuck, though. I just kind of put that through my brain. <laughs> July 14th, Brittany is allowed to choose her own lawyer. July 15th, Jamie Lynn posts, Dear Lord, can we end this bullshit once and for all? Amen. Which seems to be in support of Brittany. Yeah, now she's doing hella talking. Yeah. July 16th, Brittany wrote, quote, how dare you make it public now? You care? Did you put your hand out when I was drowning? No. This is believed to be about Lynn and Jamie Lynn Spears. I mean, it sounds like it to me. <laughs> July 17th, 2021, Brittany posts on Instagram. How dare the people you love the most say anything at all? If you're reading this and you know who you are and you actually have the nerve to say anything about my situation just to save face for yourself publicly, if you're going to post something, please stop with the righteous approach when you're so far from righteous. It's not even funny. So, of course, people assume it's about Jamie Lynn. I still see the same thing. Yeah, (laughs) I do too. Because what I see, I'm sorry, you know. No, go ahead. I was going to say, just from the beginning of her introduction of her life or and how things were when she was a child and growing up, it seems like Jamie Lynn has all these feelings about her father. And maybe even Lynn, her mother, does as well. But nobody told Jamie, the father, to leave their lives. Um, as far as we know, even when Jamie was uh, over 18, she still had Jamie in her life. Uh, they're divorcing Lynn and Jamie. Lynn still has him coming over to the house. And so it's like you guys are with the person who put your sister into this prison. But now that she's fighting back and she might be really close to getting her freedom now, it's like, oh, Lord, when will these struggles end? I just want my family to be free and all this to be over. Well, it could have been over a long time ago, if, you know, if her family would have probably tried to speak out against this. What what type of ju- what what person or what courtroom upholds a decision when there's multiple family members saying, hey, 
this might have been and and they don't even they don't even have to believe this, but they say this might have been right at that time in 2008, but it's been years. We think Brittany is responsible enough and she's she's earned her right to this, this and this. But they never did. All they did was wait so long. And then I, mean, I don't know about Lynn. I don't follow her. But then Jamie Lynn starts speaking in 2021. It's like. Did you really try to get her into some contacts with lawyers? Did you really try to do all this? Or are you just saying this because really it can't be proven or disproven? Well, something that can be proven is Jamie Lynn says that Jamie, the father, didn't want to be in charge of conservatorship anymore. But he tried to part- partition the court to be taken off of there. He, you know, he wasn't doing any of those movements to end it. Yeah, I can say things all day long. I don't uh-huh. be fat no more, but bitch, I gotta start putting in some weight. I gotta, I gotta start doing some stuff. Brittany later posted, "I'm not gonna be performing on any stages anytime soon. With my dad handling what I wear, say, do, or think, I've done that for the past 13 years. I don't like my sis. I don't like that my sister showed up and at an award show and performed my songs to remixes. My so my so called support system hurt me deeply." Which I don't know how many times Jamie Lynn has performed Britney songs, but there are several clips out there. The most famous one being the Disney Music Awards one. And yeah. just like why you don't see Solange performing Beyonce songs. Yeah, you see her performing usually her own songs or she'll get on stage with Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, It's not funny because Britney said it was a hard time for her. But looking at that Disney Awards clip, Britney was one hell of an act. Because <laughs> when Jamie was on there, she's clapping, but it's like she probably is fucking bitch. Uh-huh. I <laughs> see that just, every time. She's just next to her mom. Yeah, yeah, this is so great. She's the one performing all my work. <laughs> Jamie posts on July 18th a picture of herself and captions it, may the peace of the Lord be with you and your spirit. So just a nice little caption. Uh But then Brittany does one of her dancing and captions it, may the Lord wrap your mean ass up in joy today. (laughs) (laughs) So who knows who that's directed towards? That's, she clocking her, she must have post notifications on her system. (laughs) Yeah, this is before she had followed her, I think. I saw that shit. Just watch, Jamie. I got a video for your ass. Uh, October 21, or October 2021, a nonprofit organization called This Is My Brave was going to receive portions of Jamie Lynn's book, Things I Should Have Said, but publicly turned it down after receiving backlash, which I never understand. Money's money. Clean, dirty, or whatever. It still spends the same. Um, yes and no. Um, in this case, absolutely right. But I don't know why the charity turned it down. Must be Britney Stan stands. But uh, if you're a non-for-profit, uh, bitch, you better take that profit. I think that's stupid. Yeah, it just hurts the people it's, that it's you're trying to, to support. Yeah. yeah. Now, if it's fucking my boss, fucking Michael Lohan, then yeah. <laughs> I, I'd, I, I'd still take it. What I'm saying is that depending on the person, scrutiny 
um, can be a deterrent for, for taking money. Because then if you take this lump sum, which might not even be as big of a lump sum as you think, this lump sum of money from this controversial figure, what could end up happening is uh, bigger, longer uh, implications down the road of people not supporting your charity at all and losing your core a foundation of people who were giving, donating, or alienating a certain group of people who would be open to donating and helping you. But it's fucking Jamie Lynn Spears. I would have took the money and just said, you know, we support and love both Spears sisters. We think that they have, you know, whatever the fucking promo PR people put out, but it's not a fucking, it's not fucking uh, Mike Tyson it's not somebody who did some dog fighting or killed somebody or did anything super crazy. It's Jamie Lynn Spears. Take the money, whatever. I don't care what they did. If someone gives you money, just say, I got your money. Like, if anything, just don't make it public. So yeah, you don't that know too. Who, you, who you took the money from. But I'm so, sure. You know. I'm sure when they do that, they want it to be known. If they want it to be public and it's it's a figure that you don't want to be associated with your charity, then no, refuse the money for the greater good of longevity of your charity. But for somebody who just didn't support, I mean, I'm I am kind of minimizing this, but for somebody who didn't support their sister, and eh, do you really have a leg to stand on on refusing this money? Like, who does she? What's the charity about? I think it's mental health. Something to do with mental health. Do you know how much mental health is important? If you would have take the goddamn money. Yes. I'm just saying anyone gives me money, I'm taking it. Well, we know that you're a con artist. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I want to note Jamie Lynn's book was reportedly going to be called I Must Confess, which are Britney's lyrics. Jamie Lynn. I'm oh shit. (laughs) I was supposed to say you kidding me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it should have been Hit Me Baby One More Time. That's not uh, a good title name, though. Well, neither was I Must Confess. That shit was stupid. I had to think about it. Yeah, but I... It's still... She's riding Britney's coattails right there. But Jamie Lynn says it's not true. It was just placed there like a placeholder. <laughs> All the things. November well, 12th... This don't matter. <laughs> November 12th, 2021, Britney is freed. November 17th, Brittany says her family should be in jail. <laughs> she can finally say that shit. Yeah. January 12th, 2022. So just a few days ago. Ooh. Jamie Lynn goes on Good Morning America, wore a horrible jacket with padded shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fuck with that jacket? No, like, I don't. Okay, I'm never going to like really make fun of anyone's looks or their clothes or whatever. Like, wear what you want. But out of everything to wear to Good Morning America when you're talking about your book, why did you have this freaking jacket that has you looked all hunched up because of the shoulder pads? Yeah, I don't support shoulder pads and shit no more. I mean, I, personally, I do, but I don't know. It looked like maybe she was if wearing- you were standing. It was looked like she was wearing like a football costume or something. I don't know. Of course, all the questions about are about Brittany. Jamie Lynn talks about a story she shares in the book where Brittany took a 12-year-old Jamie Lynn in a room with her and had a knife at the bedside table saying she was scared. She says Brittany was acting paranoid and erratic. 
Which is funny that she mentions the knife situation, but not her own. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. Which awesome. I, I kind of have a theory about why she said that story if it's not true. Okay, and I, I have a question as well. Okay, my theory is she doesn't like that video being out there. So now if you Google Jamie Lynn knife, it's going to pop up as Britney Spears story. That's some smart fucking thinking. I ain't going to lie for an evil genius. I got to give her that point. <laughs> I think so that's, too. That's, that's, that's how you talk about controlling the narrative. <laughs> but what I was going to say, well, it's not even a question. I guess the statement. What was the context? You just put in a fucking story painting your sister as paranoid and erratic because she had a knife. She doesn't it, really say. She just says her sister is acting paranoid or erratic. She doesn't know what was going on. Her sister took her to the room saying, I'm scared, I'm scared, and yeah, I'm put a knife sure. at the bedside table. Obviously, it sounds like she was scared of something or somebody, and somehow that context got lost, <laughs> but you had time to paint yourself as a 12-year-old who sees her sister as paranoid and erratic. How do you know these words? We're <laughs> no, no, looking back, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like it is kind of misleading. It's like, yeah, let me talk about some of my sister's uh, struggles with paranoia and stuff like that, but not really state the fact that your sister was under constant surveillance. I think a lot of the Britney Spears's mentions in the book is she comes in, she's starting to act weird, and then she leaves and... Jamie Lynn's just like explaining, like, oh, she was acting paranoid here. She looked tired here. It's... But she doesn't give, she doesn't really dive into it because one, maybe she doesn't know, or two, maybe she's lying about it, or I don't know. It, it does I, seem I, like she's just filtering her book, like putting splashes of Britney everywhere. Yeah, it sounds like she wasn't in her sister's life. Not really. Which like, Britney... oh, Sims, shit's going on with Britney again. She's acting erratic and paranoid. And then there's a big ass blank space and blank space. You don't know what's going on with your sister. Because uh, first of all, it sounds like you weren't around for her. You didn't really care. You were all about yourself, which I mean, she is younger. So half point. And then two, it sounds like you didn't care to learn about her or her struggles. You were you had your team. You had your support. Uh if Brittany was there for you, she was there for you, but you you kind of separated yourself from that. Brittany responds a day later with a post saying, Jamie Lynn wasn't even around her 50 years ago at the time, so it never happened, and she's trying to sell her book. She says, quote, now and only now, I do know only a scum person would make up such things about someone. Oh, she called her scum. Yeah, and it's a long post that you can find, I think, on her Twitter and her Instagram a day after that, she says Jamie Lynn can say whatever she wants because she will love her unconditionally. And it's a really long post, but that's the gist of it. She needed Jamie Lynn and Jamie could not be bothered to help her. Jamie Lynn does go on the podcast, call her daddy. She's mostly asked about Brittany, like 99% of it. She keeps referencing her Hawaii vacation, what people think happened in 2016. They went on and they went on the vacation and... She says this is the first time ever that Brittany brought up not being happy in the conservatorship. She says she tried to talk to Brittany's lawyer about getting her out, but then she realized Brittany's lawyer was not on her side and telling the other lawyers and dragging his feet to keep the conservatorship going, which if she knew for five-ish years 
why not say anything publicly? She says she felt like it would blow up in her face, like it did when she talked to a lawyer, but she had, you know, she has this platform that she could have said something. Why didn't she? Yeah, it doesn't matter. And if you know about the, what's it called? Conservatorship. Conservatorship. You would know the lawyer is not her lawyer. She didn't pick her lawyer. (laughs) Yeah, which she said to her, she said to her knowledge, Brittany always had access to her phone, which several people have said she did not. She would just, Jamie Lynn claims that Brittany would just randomly block her. Um, But Jamie Lynn doesn't, explain like why she would block her or she didn't ask why she was be blocked like it doesn't make sense that part of the story like just say Brittany didn't have a phone why lie about it because she was not around that motherfucker she was not around her sister she don't know shit about shit <laughs> I don't know I feel like in modern times she would know a little that's but that's what I'm saying but the finer details that people are going to ask like to my not when you have to say to my knowledge and not yeah i saw britney with her phone all the damn time we used to do selfies she used to do that like there are certain things that if you were actually around somebody you could say for sure and say well i don't know or not to my knowledge or i wasn't sure when like i could say for sure i know exactly the age each of my siblings got their first cell phone I know the ages each of my siblings got on my goddamn nerves. I know the age of when I accidentally lost my brother. I know about the time I almost dropped my sister. So right now, you seem to be defending Jamie Lynn, but she did not know what was going on. No, I'm trashing her because she's writing this book and going on this press tour primarily framed about her sister and clearing her name most importantly but uh does all these jabs at her sisters with uh, at her sisters at her sister Brittany about this moment and uh I was in the dark but it sounds like she was in the dark when she when it's convenient to the story and her being uh, a good sister and then she was the helpful a sister who tried to get her out of it when it's convenient to the story of her being in the know. But when it comes to the finer details of her not being able to have a phone, her not being able to get off birth control, her not being able to pick the people in her life, she doesn't know anything because she didn't know Brittany. That's why she has to say, oh, I all we love each other. I love her. Yeah, you can love each other, but it it seems like you didn't really care about her. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of it, though, is maybe she did know, but she can't like really say she knew. Because it paints her in a bad light. Yeah, that's the other side of the coin, which they both look bad to me. But, you know, so Jamie Lynn claims that uh, someone told her if Brittany would leave California for six months, the conservatorship will end itself. So she told Brittany, like, come here, come to Louisiana and stay with me for six months. But if Brittany couldn't even drive her own car, I don't know how that would have went. Like, legally, Um, you know, if you're in conservatorship, you don't have the, like, you don't make your own decisions. Someone makes them for you. 
I don't know how Jamie knows all these these legal loopholes and Brittany doesn't, who's <laughs> actively trying to get out of this. Jamie Lynn knows nothing about her servership, and then she knows everything about her servership. She that's what's <laughs> blowing my fucking mind. <laughs> Just girl, I know I didn't know nothing about that thing when I was 17 and pregnant, but I definitely know things about this now. So you move here six months to Louisiana and get out of the conversation. Daddy ain't touching your money. I ain't touching your money. The money's <laughs> all yours. You have a zillion babies in the Brazilian rainforest. I'm sorry, that was a terrible accent. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, like you said, it doesn't mean like, it's con- when the story is convenient for her. She knows nothing. She knows everything. She was there. <laughs> she also claims in she beat Jamie Lynn. And that <laughs> <laughs> she texts Brittany in November of 2020 saying, you know, to get new lawyers and Brittany to respond. So she texted Brittany's boyfriend to make sure she, he, they got it, but they didn't respond. And then Brittany went on Instagram and said, bitch, don't you ever text my man. <laughs> <laughs> She also claims Brittany sent her a text saying she knows it wasn't her fault and and she's sorry for being so angry. And that was around the time Jamie first Jamie Lynn first started being hate, but Brittany never cleared her name publicly. Again, this is all Jamie Lynn's account. And did she okay? She said there are did she show the text? She showed okay. On Call Her Daddy, she showed the text of her sending the text to Brittany and her sending the text to the boyfriend. Uh-huh. But all you see is that text. You don't see a reply. You don't see before. So she could. So we be, don't see the we don't see the biggest part of the whole thing, which is this is not your fault. Oh, she didn't show that text. She showed the other one, the other text. That's what I'm saying. Fuck the text you sent to Brittany and her boyfriend. We're talking about the Brittany absolving you of guilt. I want to see that text because you're right. If Brittany sent Jamie Lynn that text saying, I, you know, whatever, whatever, I know this is not your fault, then yeah, Brittany got to cool it down with the Instagram captions and clear her name and say for sure that you and Jamie are cool and this is about your parents or Jamie lying. But um, I don't, I don't like half receipts because it is, it's very particular, controlling That's- the narrative. I feel like a lot of these questions that you're asking, that a lot of people are asking, if no shade to that call her daddy girl, because I don't know her, but I think if it was a better person interviewing her, we would have got better answers. Like, you know, if it was like Tyra Banks or somebody, they would have got better answers. That or um, this call her daddy, which what the, I I don't care to know why the, that is called. <laughs> why that shit. I gotta find out what this woman's name. What the fuck is your name? Call me daddy. I think her name's um, Alex. Bitch, the Alex podcast. Uh, that Alex motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have been like a. She picked her for a reason because she knew that she was going to ask the question she was going to ask. You know, sometimes just like that Travis Scott Charlemagne bullshit, you go to who you feel would have your back at that moment when it's something you really want to control. I don't see her going on a who's a investigative. I, I don't see her talking. I don't know. But like I said, it was very. I don't know. I ain't seen this Alex woman. So a lot of people right. were mad that. 
um, call me daddy podcast, call her daddy podcast, <laughs> call her daddy podcast. Damn, and call did, us all daddy. Yeah, we're all daddies today. Um, and Good Morning America would even have Jamie Lynn on. They're like, you're giving her a platform. How do you feel about that? Do you think that she should not be given a platform? <sighs> I'm all for, like, if you have a side of story, tell it. Like, everyone should be able to tell their story. Now, do I think Jamie Lynn's lying? Yeah, but I still think she should tell her story. I think you should question her on it. I, Jamie Lynn, you can come on this podcast. We're questioning you. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, got to think about that. Okay, so I watched the, I'm thinking it's the Good Morning America. I watched part of that interview. Did and she have those shoulder pads, the white jacket? Yeah, it was a woman of Asian descent who interviewed her, right? Black hair in the dress. I don't know. I just listened to the audio. God damn, Jose. (laughs) Motherfucker, all you gotta do is goddamn. Okay, I think think that's the same one. This is what I'll say. I didn't listen to or watch this Call call Your Mama Daddy podcast. (laughs) I didn't listen to that, so I don't. I can't speak to that one. But the part where it was uh, "Good Morning America" and she was like, "Um, some people need to understand that Jamie Lynn Spears it has trauma too, and is dealing with the same thing that Britney dealt with, and blah blah blah, this and that." This is what I'll say. Every like you said, everybody deserves a platform. That's crazy to like ban somebody from speaking their piece. Because that's how you create uh, arguments. That's how you... One-sided narratives. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has to say their piece so people can put the puzzle together. Somehow the truth comes out or things can be resolved and reconciled. But what I will say is on that Good Morning America interview, it didn't seem like an interview. Um, It seemed just like a straight up plug and that Jamie Lynn Spears had been mistreated on the same level as Britney Spears when it really wasn't because that woman didn't really ask no hard hitting questions as well. She didn't really challenge Jamie. And I feel yeah. like as much as you have to empower the person that you are interviewing and give them the space in the room to speak their truth and say what is on their heart and their minds to say, you also should have the courage and integrity to challenge ideas to ask other questions that maybe you may not be thinking, but the public could be thinking, not only to get her side of the story, to clear her name for sure, but to give everybody the full scope of the story. Painting her as a victim alongside Brittany is good if you also challenge that she might not be a victim like Brittany. I don't know. I, that could be convoluted what I just said, but what I, basic, everybody deserves a platform but to just praise, praise, praise with no opposition, n- no opposing questions, I feel like was very weak and was very, it speaks to how the press was. It was a steal to get this um, this interview. They realized Britney wasn't going to give them an interview, so they milked it for all it's worth. And yeah. it is what it is. So you brought a good thing. Like, is Jamie Lynn profiting off of this? So... She says no. That's she always says the same thing. Um, it doesn't matter. Like it, 
doesn't change it for me or whatever she says. Like it doesn't benefit or hurt her either way. Um, so she, there is documents where it shows that she was going to be like in charge of a trust of Britney Spears's children. If anything would happen to Britney Spears. Uh-huh. But Jamie Lynn says she was going to do it. She initially agreed. But then she backed out of it because it would give her a conservatorship and she didn't want to be wrapped up in that. <laughs> so <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't know nothing about them conservatorships, but I know I damn sure don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> exactly. That's why this one's so frustrating. <laughs> also, it's like, who it's talking up? in circles. Yeah, I would like to see. Well, not like I'm I'm talking about seeing evidence like, bitch, I would ever be privy to evidence. But I would like to know who arranged for her to be the executor. Executor. Yeah. Yeah, executor. Was it the person Jamie or was it the person Brittany? I think she said Brittany asked her, but I think Jamie, the father, would have say over it. Huh, doesn't really sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing is they claim that Jamie Lynn stays in a condo that Britney Spears bought in Florida sometimes when they, ver- they are vacationing. So the condo does exist. Jamie Lynn has said she does not stay in a condo when she goes to Florida. She prefers to stay at the Ritz. Okay, rich bitch with no conservative <laughs> ships. <laughs> but there have been, and I don't know how 100% accurate this is, there have been, like, previous things on her Instagram that people have, like, screenshot and saved where it says that anytime she goes down to Florida, she loves staying at the family's condo. <sighs> so it's just something small. Like, is there a condo that she's staying at? Like, she might not be benefiting from it directly but, but it's if, just like bitch, is if she getting kicked back some which way but yeah there's no i like i said little lies just make people think that you tell bigger lies which means that nobody trusts you and that you have no credibility and that even when you clear your name all you do is put more mud on it so okay this is the text message that she sent Brittany on November 11, 2020. The contact name is my sister. And the first one, it says, please read important info that you should know because it seems concerning to me. One, mom and her lawyers have been in constant contact with Sam Ingram, which is the other lawyer, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, it's a very long text and she's going on. And then two, dad wants to resign and has for some time now. It doesn't benefit him. It only benefits Sam. Three, I actually spoke to dad and he is more than willing to agree to drop all extra legal crap, extra lawyers, extra court dates. Four, and I'm leaving a lot out because it's a long message. Four, I have nothing to gain or lose in the situation, which again is something she always says, no matter what happens with this conservatorship, but I'm sick mm-hmm. of seeing the whole thing just keep going in circles. So I figured I should see what I could do to help. I'm upset that it led to me not speaking to mom, but I think it's the right thing to do for now so that you know everything aren't constantly being fed bullshit i have no reason to send this to you other than i love you and i'm trying to be helpful i'm here if you need anything i love you so this text is all well and good if it is actually true that she sent it to 
Britney Spears. It kind of seems to me, though, like <laughs> she's showing the sets to clear her name because, like, how it reads, it's she's writing it to clear her name. So I don't know if it's true. The only thing that is going to clear her name really is if Britney comes out and says Jamie Lynn didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she sent that shit to Domino's and put it as my sister. I mean, you can text yourself. That too. Well, well, maybe. I was about to say, usually when I text myself, it bounces back with the same message. So if you see a double same message, then you know she really did text herself. Well, yeah, but it, you just delete one of the messages. Yeah. Yeah, either way. It, she got a lot of proof with no proof. It Exactly. So that's why at first I thought this episode didn't really have, didn't fit our criteria, but she is kind of a canceled celebrity. Like the first cancellation came for her from her pregnancy where people were calling her a slut. People saying she has a disappointment. She has a teen mom comparing her to Juno. Um, And she never really recovered from that. She will always be known as a woman who got Zoe 101 canceled because she got pregnant at an early age. And now, you know, in last in 2020, there was talks about a revival of Zoe 101. I have not heard any of those talks anymore. Is it still happening? I don't think people would really want to touch it right now. And Zoe 101, like I said before, was not even that great to revive. They're reviving everything. I'm honestly over revivals. There's very few that need revivals. Yeah, there's not every damn show needs a revival. That's what I'm saying. That shit I even had a chance to watch that is still on my like watch list to 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 watch that's getting revived. Now, to be fair, it's been a few years, but still, I feel like you can't do a revival like for real, for real. Let 20 years pass. They about to revive Justify, bitch. I still ain't even watched it yet. They just <laughs> they just gave us a mini revival on Dexter. Damn, I'm still in the last season. Now, I was spoiled on how it ends, but still, that's not the point. So, yeah, uh, Zoe 101, yeah, you're right. They are, they're doing everything like that. But, um, and you you are right. She's, even if it's not true, she is known as the girl who got pregnant and then her show ended. Yeah. So, so that's not easy to deal with. And, but I don't, I still wouldn't consider her canceled then, but because she, I, it, it, yes, she got bad press over it. I do agree. Maybe but she I'm has not, another one bestseller right now. That's what I was going to say. Well, no, that's not what I was going to say. I agree with that. But, um, uh, and that probably wasn't easy to deal with, but she knew her and her family knew what that would do. Also kind of seems like uh, some strengths were loose, looser than with Brittany. Cause at least Brittany didn't have her oopsie baby for a minute. No offense, not shaming Jamie. I'm just saying, but she chose. She knew that she was pregnant at a young age. She wanted her child. She wanted to raise her child and become a family. So she also isolated herself and stepped away from the spotlight for a number of years before she decided to come back. I don't think that's necessarily her being canceled. I think that's her being criticized and slightly bullied by the press and media uh, for her doing things that young teenagers are known to do. Uh, but I don't think she was canceled. I still don't think she's canceled. One thing that I found weird was she told a story in her book, Things I Should Have Said, about which, honestly, it's 
I've read, you know, a couple books for this podcast, and this one's been the worst one. It's just not that good. Um, okay, okay. No shade to where I guess it's shade, but whatever. Um, but one thing she, she tells a story about when she was filming Zoe 101, she was finding an apartment with her mom, and she was mad because she was paying for the apartment. And she still had to come home and clean and do stuff like that. And she was, you know, the one making the money. <laughs> and her and her mom got into it. And her mom got so mad that she hit her with her purse. And her purse had a camera in it. And it, like, you know, hurt Jamie Lynn. And Jamie Lynn, like, ran out of the apartment. And which it's just a little story in there. But she said later, I think in an interview, I just have it in my notes. She says, now me and my mom, we obviously have talked about that. I told her I'm sharing that in the memoir. So she told her mom she was sharing that in the memoir, but she couldn't have the same decency to tell Brittany about sharing the knife incident or any of these other stories she put in there about her. I don't know. I don't even think she told her mom. I mean, her mom ain't going to speak out against her children. She's done her dirt. She's going to keep her ass quiet, number one, I feel. Um, Number two, the story, no offense, kind of paints Jamie more as a brat. Um, I I get it. You you worked all damn day. You don't want to come with house. (laughs) She said she was being a brat in there. That's all I was about to say. She was trying to keep you in check, low key. You can't be no child actress and then be a prima donna. I don't do dishes in this bitch. Lynn, get to soaking. Like you, you <laughs> of course you're you you're going to have to do chores. Um, and I'm sorry I threw that purse, but it wasn't no switch. It wasn't no belt or paddle. Uh, I got hit with a shoe once. Shit happens. <laughs> Also, she also wrote that story about Alexa. I ain't forgot you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then try to offer her a gift on the on the back end. So I don't know if I 100 percent believe that she told people, specifically her mom, that she was going to share this story. Do you think that she owes it to Brittany to share, like to tell her that she's writing about her in her book? Jamie's lens defense is. But it's something that involved her, too. She can't help that she's a Spears. It's her situation, too. It's her life, too. These are her stories as well. Does she have the right to share those stories? Yes. Um, But like I said, the criticism will come. Uh, And then on the flip side, Brittany has her right to say exactly how she feels, not only about you, but the stories that you're sharing. Y'all both are right. Brittany has the right to light your ass up on Instagram and Twitter, and you have the right to light her up in the book. Y'all both have your feelings that you are entitled to. You both have your perspectives, which you view differently. So it is what it is. The chips fall where they may. Uh, Because Brittany has such a hardcore fan base and because of what fans and even just passerbyers, observers of Brittany's career have noticed, they're they're gonna they're gonna ride from ride for her. And because of what Brittany has said, that puts her on the other side of things. So yes, her she's getting slammed. I'm not saying she deserves it. I'm not saying she doesn't, but uh it, it's it's a two-way street. Write your book, do it, sell your book, 
write some other books, write some articles, write some songs. Brittany's going to write them Instagram posts. She's going to write them notes. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. I, I think that's a good spot to leave off on this episode. Ooh, thank God I'm hot as fuck in here. <laughs> <laughs> Both mentally and physically. <laughs> we do like to end every episode on a positive note with some form of media we want to recommend, share, talk about, explore a little. Do you want to go first? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before, okay, let me tell you something. I, I for real thought I did not know you were gonna do Jalen Spears. I thought you were gonna do Britney Spears. So my dumbass watched about seven Britney Spears music videos, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just observing them bitches. And first of all, let me tell you this: I did not know, like you know, it's a Britney song, but you just don't remember. So I'm kind of, I don't know what I'm going to pick, but you go, you go first. Yeah, I'm going to um, pick a Britney song. We might do Britney one day as a bonus episode. I just, she doesn't 100% fit our criteria. And I just think it's been done to death already. Like so many people have done it already. So, I mean, they've done it well. They've done it excellent. There's podcasts that mm-hmm. cover it. There's documentaries that cover it. Um, True Crime and Cocktails did a really good one on it. Oh, I'm going to have to listen to that one. Yeah, I. Well, yeah, I didn't know that. So that's why I do what I did. And you're right. She doesn't really fit our criteria. That's just what I had assumed. And they, you know what they say when you assume. So that's on me. <laughs> it's on you. Um. So you want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not, okay. Mine is going to be. Okay, EP3 by Queen Herbie. Um, it just has some good songs on there. Shot in the 90s. Beautiful. All These Hoes. All These Hoes is like what really got me into Queen Herbie. Um, that one, and then EP4 follows it. I know I like both of those. And then All These Whores was just out of sight. It has Alone, Pray For Me, Nintendo. Oh. Which, those are good songs. And if you haven't heard about Queen Herbie, she was a YouTube star at first with her, I think, fiance. Now he's her husband. Mm -hmm. And they went by the name Carmen. And then they became kind of mainstream, more pop. But before that, you know, she would do all these covers on YouTube. And I, that's when I first found Carmen. And then they, did all these great songs. I love them. And then she kind of disappeared from my view and I realized she rebranded to Queen Herbie. And at first I wasn't really feeling it with her first song, Buster Rhymes. But she's in my top five favorite rappers. Okay, come on. And I don't know. It's just been what I've been listening to this week. That's it. I will say that she had, I mean, I don't know how successful she is in terms of charts and things that I don't pay attention to her in that way, but I would say she had a, she had a successful rebrand. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. At first I was like, cause I was subscribed to Carmen cause I did love the covers for real. Um, and then when I saw that Queen Herbie shit pull up, I was like, 
and then you started talking about it. I still didn't check it out. But she was good. I loved Carmen. Well, okay, calm the fuck down. I didn't love Carmen. You were their but, number one fan. <laughs> I did like a couple of their little pop hits. Like, I can't remember the first one. I think it was their first single I liked. I can't remember the name of it. But the song they really won me over with was Hello. Yeah. So when, so when the bitches disappeared, I was like, oh, shit, what happened to her? And then she came out, like, rapping and singing more hip-hop R&B. Uh-huh. I, and and I, I got the good song, not the good songs, but I got the songs that you recommended for me. I was like, oh, yeah, she actually. That I begged you to listen to for years. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was begging you, please listen to this. I would play it for you and you would just start snoring and not listen to it. I'm like, oh, my God. That is not. OK, I, I'll, I'll accept some other stuff, but not you. You never actively played it. For I me. remember playing you it for know, you. You know where we li- we used to listen to music at your house at. So I didn't fall asleep there. No, you would fake snore. Oh, really? That does sound like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that that definitely sounds like something I could do. <laughs> I'm a bitch. <laughs> but, yeah, she 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 sounds amazing. She's great. I, yeah, I, I support it. I think, like, charts-wise, she was more mainstream when she was Carmen. Yeah, they were, they were supported by, like, a whole little a company. Yeah, they had a record deal and everything. But now she's independent. And, I mean, she's so amazing, though. Mm-hmm. But that's my media. Oh, damn. Especially all these hosts. I've just been loving it. I have to listen to that because it's just so funny to hear you say it. All these hoes is really what really got me interested <laughs> got me. in Green Herbie. All the hoes. All the hoes jockey. Beat stick. Okay. That's it. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> um, okay. I said I was gonna pick Britney, but I changed my mind. I think I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson. Oh. Uh, don't you fucking t- Michael Jackson okay uh, so I was re-listening to a couple of podcasts one of my favorite ones The Read which I was the first podcast I ever listened to but I stopped listening to them I listened to them on and off so I had a big ass queue of episodes to go through and they were talking about like I guess this greatest music video list that Beyonce formation ended up like be, they voted as the number one music video of all time or whatever. I agree. And I'm I'm still not sure. Great music video. I, I would have to, I don't know. Anyway, they were kind of having their gripes slash agreements with the list and stuff and had talked about how Michael Jackson was on there, but it was like Billie Jean. And so uh, I kind of thought about what are my favorite Michael Jackson songs? And then uh, I kind of thought about the one that I love so much, but for some reason, I don't know why it slips on mine, which is Michael Jackson featuring Janet Jackson Scream. Wow, that's not, my favorite one. Yeah, not yeah. only is it a great song, but it's a fantastic music video. And it's just, it's brother and sister doing what they do best, which is knocking these bitches out of the park with the dancing and the the the, the style. It was just great. I don't know. And um, for I don't know why I think because I've been listening more to like smooth stuff like um, smooth criminal. No, like um, butterflies because that's been my go-to Michael Jackson song recently. But Scream is like 
not even a sleeper, but for some reason it doesn't get talked about as much, even though it's definitely iconic. I feel like it's legendary. It's, it's about and his what's it called? I love that it's about his what's it called? What? The molestation allegations. I mean, it should be talked about more. I mean, hey, if you made a song about it, why are we still not talking about it? Like I said, Michael Jackson is a controversial figure, but for reasons that I'm not even going to get into. Nope, let me not even say that publicly. They're like, bitch, Katrina, what the fuck you say that for? Or we do have to cover him one day. Yeah, I will say I feel that, like that's going to be at least a two-parter, though. I definitely could see that. But I say I will listen to Michael Jackson before I listen to Blankety or Blankety. And that's all I'll say. Oh, but Michael Jackson is a great one. If 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 that Michael Jackson screen pick media is too much for you, I'll go to one of my other favorite songs that people do not talk about too much, which is the we- the Weather Girls. It's raining men. Like that's a great ass song. I feel like people just stop talking about it. It's it's iconic. I know every word about it. Martha Walsh. I said Martha Walsh. Martha Walsh has a has the best voice ever, and um. You only hear about it uh, like as like a gay anthem, but bitch, anybody can sing that shit. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> about do you like to smile? Bye. My, Michael Jackson. How did that go? <laughs> smile. It's... No, I ain't never heard of this. I feel like it's not called Smile because I ain't never heard of a Michael Jackson song called Smile. It's called Smile. I just double checked it right now. Charlie Siri. Chaplin wrote it. What? Siri, pull up Michael Jackson's smile. It's one of those songs that I listen to when I'm sad. Yeah, because that's not a Michael Jackson song. I mean, it is, but no, that's not how I've heard about it. But yes, I, I've I've heard of that. I've never heard his version, though. I might have to see about it. It's really good. Um, Michael is a former JW, as is Selena. Prince. Or I think Prince Prince. died of JW. Okay, that's what I thought. Jehovah's Witness. And Mm -hmm. as a former JW, I always like like when people are former ones. (laughs) Like y'all broke out of it? Yeah, we we left the (laughs) call. You've been freed. (laughs) You know what? I had a... Okay, I'm sorry. I think somebody that died of JW. I know her parents might have still been one. I don't know. I just always remember my grandma. Every time there was a JW celebrity, she'd be like, you know, they're Jehovah's Witnesses. Well, besides Michael Jackson and um, Prince, was Selena, was she, she's Mexican, right? Yeah. Okay. I had another Mexican friend back in whatever grade. I'm not going to say her name, but she was also a JW. Is that like a thing in the culture? Or is it just, you? you I just happen to have two mexican friends who were jw's i most mexicans are catholic but i feel like jw is a cult they get you where they get you Mm, okay i was just curious about that because but also i feel like her family was fake because uh one time we were going on like school break and i was like so what are you doing because i know you don't celebrate this this and that like it was thanksgiving and this motherfucker gonna say Oh, yeah, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but, you know, on Thursday, we're just going to have a big family meal. <laughs> Bitch, that's Thanksgiving. That's all the JWs. <laughs> oh, before we end, I have a question for the viewers. Yes. 
So we're listeners. They don't view us. But I bet you wanna. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They're listeners. This has nothing to do with celebrities, but I had to ask this question. I was at the AutoZone getting oil today. And the attendant, the young man who was helping the line, because it was like four men in front of me, and then I'm the only woman in there, and I'm in, in line, that one of the attendants, and I wasn't just staring, because I don't just be staring, that's rude and weird, but I had noticed this man's fly is down, and not just like a little bit, like the whole thing down, like homeboy forgot. Now, is it the men's responsibility to tell this man that his fly is down? Was it mine? Was I wrong that I said nothing and let this man's fly remain open? Answers. Um, or just my opinion. I think it's anyone's responsibility. Like if someone has anything that can be fixed in 10 seconds, she should tell someone. If someone has something in their teeth, if someone has a butter, if someone has their fly down, like save them the embarrassment, lean in and say, Hey, your flies open, and just walk away. Okay. Okay. All right. But That's, who knows? Hey. Maybe he was just giving his crotch some air. I mean, that could have been true. But then, and I thought, like, I felt like a man should be, be better at telling him that. But then I was thinking, you know, men deal with that whole, you know, I can't be out here looking like I'm gay type bullshit. So that is true. I feel like definitely all the men saw that this man's fly was open, but was too scared to tell him. But then I look like a bitch because I didn't say nothing. <laughs> but I, I, was, I definitely would tell someone if I saw it, I would be like, your fly's open. You made me feel terrible. I am so sorry. I'm going to go right back up there and be like, I didn't, I didn't say anything, but. No, because <laughs> when he's going to realize it, he's trying to think, oh man, how long was it open for? Hopefully not that long. And then he's to forget about it. It was eight hours. <laughs> Probably so. We do okay, have to end it. this though. Um, it's been a scattered episode. Um, Hell yeah. I've been on tangents. <laughs> but we thank you for listening. If you want to reach out to us, that's saveyoursorry at gmail.com. You can write us your suggestions. You can write us an email. Tell us your media. Please leave us a five-star rating wherever you can. Please leave us a review wherever you can wherever you listen, mm. reach out to our Instagram, that's Save Your Sorry. Reach out to our Twitter, that's Save Your Sorry, but the your is spelled you are. And please go to our Patreon. If you want a bonus episode, if you don't, you don't. I'm not going to force you. We ain't going to force you. No. Um, that's been it. If You know what? I can't end it like that. You were Jamie Lynn. You did not speak up. Thank you. It's been wonderful. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>